My name is Dr. D. Bonnie, and I'm here with Jessica Schaefer, nurse practitioner. And we want to be your guide to better health. We do that on the foundation of six pillars of wellness that we'll discuss in these episodes, because we believe that having the knowledge that we're going to share with you will empower you to achieve a level of health and wellness that you didn't even realize was possible. We will be discussing topics based on these six pillars, essential nutrition, body movement, sleep hygiene, metabolic health, relationship improvements, and spiritual growth. All of these six components are crucial to attaining the health and wellness that you've been searching for. Welcome to the Alpha Omega Wellness Podcast. Hey guys, so this is Dr. D. Uh, I'm the owner and medical director of Alpha Omega Wellness. We're located in central Indiana. And we are here today starting a podcast series because we think that it's important that we educate the public about how to dial in on their wellness. Because I'm telling you, having been a physician for over 20 years, in a busy emergency department practice, Western traditional medicine is great at the things that we do in the emergency department, but for wellness and health and actually feeling great and vibrant and flourishing, I think it kind of misses the mark. And so I'm here with Jessica Schaefer, a nurse practitioner who works with us at our office, and she has done such a deep dive into health and wellness, and I think just every day is growing in her knowledge because she's just got this pursuit of knowledge because honestly, I think at the end of the day, she really wants to help people to feel well and not just um, not be sick. And so Jessica, how did you tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you end up in this wellness space? Yeah. So hi everyone. Uh, My name's Jessica. I I am here with Dee and am just loving doing this deep dive. So my pursuit actually began um, a few years back. Uh, Like Dee, I was in the emergency medicine space, and it's really kind of easy to get overwhelmed with um, kind of the burnout and just constantly seeing some of the same things over and over again. And you just, some days you leave feeling like, man, I really feel like I missed, I dropped the ball somewhere. Like we didn't have time to educate that patient. We didn't have time to like really kind of get to know them and and tell them that they could be doing more at home to prevent coming to the ER. Um, There were a lot of, you know, what we call frequent flyers in the ER coming back for the same things over and over. And you could just tell talking to them when, when they talk to you about their health, that they just, they were never told certain things. It's kind of sad to kind of think about how much time do you get to spend with your primary care doctor when you have chronic illnesses. You're getting, I think it's on average of six minutes with your primary care for a visit, and that's just not enough time. Yeah, I was going to say, I think certainly in the emergency department, it's not overly conducive to be able to spend a lot of time and do a lot of health coaching. But even in primary care, it's like I've talked to so many people that go to a more traditional office and the doctor comes in or the nurse practitioner comes in and he or she is focused on their electronic medical record on the computer. And it is, I mean, it's a six or 10 minute visit because those visits are stacked so closely together that 
you have 30 minutes worth of concerns that you have to try to fit into a six or seven minute visit. And so that opportunity to really teach people because the root origin of the word doctor is teacher. And I think that that's why what we do at our office is so effective because we come alongside patients, we partner with them, we teach them how to be well, and then it's up to them to decide how important that is to them. But for those people who really want to say, I'm tired of feeling the way I'm feeling, it's, it's just crucial to be able to teach them the things that they need to know because the information that we're sharing is just not out there in the public space very easily. Exactly. Yeah, my, my personal journey actually began because of a conversation that I had with my husband um, probably, I want to say, five years ago. And what was happening uh, was that I, I wasn't sick. I just didn't feel well. Um, I would have random, you know, different naggy, naggy type complaints. And, you know, I would say this or that to my husband. I don't, I feel this way today. I feel that, that way the next day. And at one point in time, I very vividly remember him saying, go to your doctor. Why don't you just go to your doctor? Stop complaining. And it was in my response to him was, um, he can't help me. If I walk in there with 12 complaints, he's going to look at me like I'm crazy and send me out the door. Right, because you weren't dying. I wasn't sick. And you weren't sick. Yeah, I didn't need well. the ER. I, I knew that there wasn't like a, a tangible, like one single thing that was going on with me. I just I just know he doesn't have the time to, to hear all, all of my things. And they were all they were all over the board. You know, anything from like GI to brain to you know, nausea, it was just so many different types that I just knew that it was going to take several visits for me to see him. And it, it wasn't impacting my quality of life to the point that I felt that I needed to do that. So in, in today's world, that's what happens. You, you wait until you are sick before you get to go in because otherwise, what do you do? How does that conversation go? You're going in to talk to your primary care and you're like, oh, listen, doc, um, I've got this brain fog and you know, I get tired after brushing my hair and my skin is dry, my hair is falling out and, oh, you know, I don't have regular bowel movements. And he's looking at you like, okay, can you narrow it down to one thing? And that's what we have time for today. But that's the thing. It's not just one thing. It's multiple things. Well, I think a lot of times it's also, you know how it is in medicine for how we're trained. We're trained to find a disease that we can treat with a pharmaceutical a lot of times. And so a lot, Often these nonspecific complaints, even though when you get to the root cause, they do point to issues that are going on. I think a lot of kind of traditional mainstream doctors, they don't have the fund of knowledge to really be able to connect the dots. I know that I didn't, and that's something that I'm still learning. So even if you went to your doctor and he or she had spent that time, um, unless you're really focusing on like wellness medicine, integrative medicine, longevity medicine, I don't think a lot of docs see how these pieces connect together. Right, yeah. And, and that's the thing. I just, um, I, my response again, it was, he doesn't have time for that. I, I He can't really help me. And and then it was in that moment, I just kind of had like this, this moment where I was like, why am I accepting that? I've been a nurse for <laughs> you know, over a decade and I'm supposed to help people and, and I'm just sitting here telling my husband that it's, it's okay and it's accepted that he can't help me. 
And what I think for a lot of people, it's just the norm. They think that that's what life is is now. Yeah, it's, it's like, normal well, I'm to getting be older. Tired. Yeah, I'm getting older. I'm just I'm just busy. Yep. You know, but you can get older and be busy and still thriving and feel and feel optimal. Right. Yeah. So then, what did you do? You were faced with that. You felt like that going in to see your primary care doctor really wasn't get you going to get you what you needed. So then what? So it, it just turned out that I actually did have my annual wellness visit coming up um, it was shortly after that. So I did go see him. And and this guy's great. He's amazing. He's well-known in the community. I love him. I refer patients to him all the time. So this is not um, at all to kind of, I don't know what the word is. I, I'm not saying anything bad about this guy. Um, <clears throat> so I went to go see him and just did my annual physical. And then I was like, hey, you know, by the way, doc, I, I feel pretty good, but I just wanted to run a few symptoms by you and see if you, I know you're pressed for time, see if you have any ideas or thoughts or if we should add any extra labs on my, you know, annual lab work. And, um, I rattled off a couple of my 12 to 15 <laughs> list complaints and, um, he responded very nicely, very genuinely, increase your fiber, drink more water. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> So and that fixed you, right? Yeah, absolutely. You, you, I feel you great. You drank more water and you yeah. had added more fiber and you were yeah, fine. Exactly. Um, and that was four years ago. So that's when I really kind of looked into myself and what I was doing um, as a nurse and what I wanted to do for people and how I wanted to change the narrative. You know, I don't want it to be widely acceptable to just not live feeling well. I don't feel like that's what we're supposed to be. I feel like we should all have the opportunity to live optimally and feel good and not just live day to day just to get by. And so I started looking into more root cosmetic medicine. Um, I started looking into podcasts and books and free webinars and just literally anything I could get my hands on to just dive deeper and know everything that I could know. And, you know, I went back to school. I became a nurse practitioner. Um, and again, like you're, you're only taught what you're taught conventionally. And a lot of that is pharmaceuticals and a pill for an ill. And here's your disease and here's how you treat it. And everybody fits in this neat little box. And if you don't get better on that, you go see a specialist. And then they have their designated box for you which is a smaller box because they're only look at yes they're only going to look at a little tiny area they're a little sliver of your health exactly um and you just keep going down the line until now you have three four specialists and then eventually you go back to your primary care and you're like hey i'm seeing all these guys and and this is what's going on and and they just check you off the box okay you're being well managed um so it's been a, a journey and it's it's a hard one because it's so overwhelming you would think you know at this point after almost eight years of conventional education with two degrees, you would think that I would just have it all down pat. But every month goes by and it's like, wow, there's still so much that I don't know. When and I there's think so when you, much to it. When you talk about how, you know, you're seeing different specialists for all of your different varied complaints and then no one really has that unifying look, that sort of 30,000 foot view of like, oh, this is the root of what's going on. Well, then you get into polypharmacy. So you're taking this medication and that medication, but those two have side effects. So then you're adding a third, fourth, fifth medication to deal with the side effects of the other medications. And 
I think what we're finding as you and I grow in this space is if you just dial back to the root cause, you can eliminate a lot of that. I mean, neither of us are anti-pharmaceuticals, but definitely there are other ways that we can manage the processes in our body. And I think from a spiritual perspective, I think God's given us what we need to be well. We just put so many other things in our body and our diets do not consist of the of the micronutrients, the minerals, the vitamins that we need to be healthy. And the more I learn about this, I see like, oh, that's why God put those plants on this earth for a reason. And I think that his desire for us is to be well and thriving and flourishing, not just spiritually, but emotionally, physically, mentally. And so many of these things tie in together, like where you can't put them in a box. You can't take necessarily the psychiatric complaints and separate them out from nutrition and sleep and movement and the gut microbiome, right? Exactly. It all It's all connected. And so at our office, we've established that there are six pillars of wellness that we like to present to the patients who come to us. And that's nutrition, uh, it's body movement, it's sleep, it's metabolic health, it's relationships, and then it's the spiritual side of life. And these are not discrete entities. Like there's definitely overlap. If your nutrition isn't adequate, then your body isn't absorbing the copper, zinc, magnesium, iron, and calcium that's needed to make serotonin, for example. So what do we do? We put you on an SSRI, right, to treat your mood disorder. Well, for example, melatonin is a metabolite of serotonin. And so if you're not making enough serotonin, you're probably not making enough melatonin, so you're not sleeping. So we put you on Paxil and Ambien. <laughs> Nothing against those drugs, but it's like maybe if we get to more of the root cause of what's going on and we deal with your nutrition and your absorption and your gut health and your sleep and just this idea of having healthy relationships in your life that don't drain you, this idea of pursuing health in the spiritual part of yourselves because we are body, mind, and spirit. You know, and we can't be subdivided into those. And just the physical isn't important. Just the spiritual isn't important. Like it all plays together. And I think really when you are firing on all six of these cylinders, you you really start having that health and wellness. And you're like, well, I didn't even realize how bad I felt before I was well. Yeah, exactly. And And that's how I feel now after going through some, you know, life changes and really focusing on my own health. If I have a bad week or so, I slip up, I start adding gluten to my diet or I start staying up too late at night, you know, I pay for it. And I remember, oh my gosh, this is how I used to feel. And I don't, I don't want to feel that way. Well, I think when you, when you do actually modify your lifestyle, like you're talking about, because we're the same way, like we in general do things well, and then we will sometimes throw caution to the wind, but you start noticing pretty quickly the changes because you've kind of got your finger on the pulse of that and it really helps you to get back into center pretty quickly so it's like even if we have a night or a weekend where we're like out of town and maybe our diet's not on point like we get back in town and it's like automatically back on it where for me before when I was just trying to will myself to eat healthier for a period of time if I'm going to focus on weight loss when I fell off the wagon I was off for days, weeks, months, you know, and I think now that I'm seeing it as I really want to optimize my health, then even when I do have a back step, 
I get back on the horse so much more quickly because I can feel those changes more immediate. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. So, um, well, thanks for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. And I think this is going to be super impactful for so many people out there. And so our goal with this podcast is over time to address all six of these areas of wellness. So we will talk about nutrition and sleep and body movement or exercise. We'll talk about metabolic health. So how do we manage hormones or how do we optimize adrenal function? Um, We could even throw gut health into that. We'll talk about relationships. Uh, That's something that I'm very passionate about. I've gone back to grad school. I'm three credits shy of having my master's in pastoral counseling and marriage and family. So relationships are one of the one of the things I really like to coach on. And then we'll also talk about the spiritual side of things because we might think that our hormones and our body functions independent of that. But the deeper that I dive into this, I realize that it all intersects. And any one thing out of balance, there's a downstream effect. There's a ripple effect. So you're throwing the the stone in the pond and not having your nutrition dialed in. And then those ripples bleed over into your sleep and your relationships and your mood and all of it. So I'm really excited to bring this to people. Me and too. I think yeah, that this is fun. I think I like that this. people are going to get a lot of value out of this and we welcome your questions. If there's certain things that you would like to talk about in future podcasts, then comment wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this, whether it's on uh, Apple or Spotify or whatever channel you're listening on, and we'll take your feedback. We'll try to answer the questions as much as we can, but mostly we will try to incorporate new topics into future episodes just so that we can bless you guys and help you find what we're on a quest to find ourselves. All right, guys, so now here's the ask. Please subscribe to this podcast and please leave us a review wherever you're listening. That really helps us grow. We hope that this topic has been a blessing to you. Because trust us, believe us when we say that whatever health you're in right now, it does not have to stay that way. You can completely change the trajectory of your wellness starting today. Start implementing these ideas and you will see a change in how you feel and how you perform. And if you're in the central Indiana area and you're looking for a medical office that will take the time to listen to you and dissect out your wellness concerns and identify your needs, Look us up online, alphaomegawellness.com, or give us a call, 317-300-4091. Until next time, God bless you guys. Mm-hmm.